Hey, it's Chris from The Morning Mix. I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to chat with Ellie Golding. We talked about a lot of things like songwriting and working with Julia Michaels and what's it like to tour now that she's a mom and so many other really fun topics. She was totally lovely. It's always fun to talk to celebs, especially when they're uh, Zooming you from their living room, it appeared. Oh, and Kygo, who is going to be at Lollapalooza, has collaborated with Ellie in the past. So we got to talking at the very end a little bit about Lollapalooza, what it was like when she was here, and then if there's any world where maybe she would surprise us. I don't know. But find out all that and so much more right now with Ellie Golden on 101.9 The Mix. Thank you so much for setting some time aside for us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Very happy to be here. Are you doing a bunch of these today? Is it like a long? Yeah, it's kind of exhausting, I would imagine, right? No, but you know, some of them... Some of them, these these ones have been very nice and pleasant, but some of them can be drier than others, you know, in certain yeah. parts of the world. So, um, and they're always always very pleasant, but um, yeah, sometimes it's like a bit like, uh, you know. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, I hope that that's not us, but we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> um, I love the new single. It's fantastic. We've been playing it on the mix. Um, I actually saw that you co-wrote it um, also with Julia Michaels. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. What was yeah, that? Ex- we were- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, um, we wrote it um, about, I want to say like five years ago in LA. Oh. Um, I, I was there. I don't know why I was there at the time, but I, I know I know I had a couple of days in with Craig and with Julia, Greg Kirsten. And I work with him so much because I just love everything he does. He has such a wide sort of um uh, world of, of influences and he's so talented and so you never know what you're going to come out with with him but you always know that it's going to be good <clears throat> and um and then obviously Julia is such a great songwriter and I'd, I've been a fan of her work for a while so yeah I think we I don't know we were probably talking about some kind of toxic relationship that one of us was having and that um you know there's this person that keeps kind of like reading you back in um but they're so bad for you but it's so nice in the moment to, to be with that kind of, you have that kind of passion with someone and then, you know, it's not sustainable and it's not like a long-term thing. Yeah. Um, so that was it really with, with, with Easy Lover. Um, but, um, you know, quite a simple, like kind of simple lyric, but um, I think such a common thing that happens to us, you know, um, it's definitely happened yeah. to me a few times. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's probably why I like it so much. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Now, out of curiosity, and I went back and forth on if I should bring this up, but but obviously there's an easy lover with Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Did yeah. that ever cross your mind while you guys were working on this? Not at the time, but I yeah. think people have like brought it up to me since. But I mean, no, it's it's uh, that is also a great song, um, but quite a different vibe. I yes, say. no, very much. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I mean, I, you know, I, it's not, it's an honor to have the same title as as him, right? So, yeah. Um, in the video, there's a moment where you're kind of in this glass case in this like office type setting thing, and um, you're jamming on a guitar for like a split second. Is that your instrument? Like, do you go- gravitate toward the guitar or do you, is it piano? Like when you sit down to write, like, what do you reach for? Yeah, guitar has always been my instrument. Um, yeah. I play it as much now uh, as much as I used to, which is a shame. Uh, I used to be so nerdy with a guitar. I would play it every single night. I'd go back to my bedroom after school and just learn every single song that I could. Um, all I wanted to do was play guitar. So I was, I'd say I was more of a guitarist at the time than I was a singer. And then it was really when I learned guitar that um, 
I started kind of trying to sing and play at the same time, which takes a while to like to master. Yeah. But eventually I got there and my voice, I'd always had, I'd always kind of had a voice, but I think the guitar kind of, you know, um, brought, brought it out of me and um, helped me kind of really have that um, unique um, thing because I suddenly realized that I could, you know, write songs and I could, uh, you know, cause I spent so, so many years like copying, doing other people's songs and like sort of emulating other, other people and the way they sang. Yeah. So it was, it really was like the sort of first, the first um, important thing for me to, to become an artist. And so very glad that I, I learned guitar at a time when my brain was like taking in a lot, you know, when I was a teenager, whereas now, you know, I have a much shorter attention span and like, I just get bored really easily. So, but I'm going to take it on tour and I think that I'm going to make sure that I play guitar in, in every song. So um, at least then I'll be encouraged to like practice and learn more. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Uh, yeah. I, when I was learning guitar, same thing, like trying to learn and sing. I kept doing Jason Mraz stuff because I thought his voice was so great. And I realized like, oh, that's because he's him. But like yeah. who... Um, what artists did you, like you said, you learned doing covers and stuff. Like what artists did you gravitate towards? I actually used to cover a Jason Mraz song. Was oh, really? Who spoke the words? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The things yeah. gonna happen naturally. Yeah, I used to love singing that one. Um, but um, wait, what was the question? Sorry, I could just... Uh, no, just, no. Mraz can do that to us. Uh, the um, artists that you gravitated towards when you were like first picking it up. Okay. Yes. Um, so I loved, I actually was like a rock girl. Um, I loved Incubus and Pearl Jam. And yeah. God, who else did I love? Um, I was, I was like, at the time we had kind of this, like, um, this new metal thing going on. So I loved a bunch of, um, like Kerrang, Kerrang would have these CDs sometimes that came in the magazine and I would, and I would love every single song on those. Loved System of a Down at one point. I loved Muse at one point. Um, so I was a Rage Against the Machine. God, I love Rage Yeah. Against the um, so yeah, um, I was kind of a rock girl, but I also loved, we had some singers, you know, I loved Lauren Hill. I loved Alicia Keys, loved Beyonce and Destiny's Child at the time. So I had a real mix. Like I loved yeah. sing and I loved like R&B and hip hop. And then I also loved, loved rock music as well. Um, and then, you know what? I just was a muso because I loved classical music um i love i played clarinet for a while so i really just like music was my life basically yeah teenager yeah are you bringing the clarinet on tour or is that not <laughs> it's, it just doesn't really it's not very sexy it is yeah. in an orchestra my god when you when you you know if when it's played very well it's so impressive but doesn't quite work in sort of pop music well yeah it's my sister played clarinet and I can tell you as a person on the other side of the wall, it's a difficult instrument to hear someone learn, but once they get it figured yeah. out, it's great. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, by the way, before we get too far in, congrats on the time 100 honor with the impact award, uh, for your work with uh, climate change awareness. I think that's so awesome. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It, was, it is an honor to be recognized for, for things like that. Um, I, you know, I think time magazine is very well respected. Um, uh, application and uh yeah. and i've been doing this for a long time and so it was nice to to recognize i just think for me it just encourages me to keep going and to and to keep having that voice and to also be a voice for like younger generations who perhaps don't have have that voice and so um yeah i'll always i'll always be doing that work and obviously it's it's so crucial especially now um it's it's i think it's quite frustrating for young people they feel like they aren't being heard with so many of these 
issues. Um, so it's the least I can really do with my with my platform, but I do as, as much as I can. And yeah, uh, I worked for the UN for the past few years. Um, and um, we've got some trips and things coming up this year. Um, so we just keep trying to make people connect with it. And and um, I think the biggest thing is 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 reestablishing people's connections with with nature and with with with, with um, you know natural environment. And uh, but it's not really people that need to be told anymore. I think people are convinced with what's going on in the world. Um, it's unprecedented weather and and you know. Um, this crazy heat. Um, so now it's just up to the world leaders and big corporations. But uh, yeah, it's hard out there, you know? Yeah, it really is. I think especially we try to do as much as we can on a personal level. And then, yeah, you see corporations, leadership, just as you said, you're like, ah, oh, well, wait a second. I can do as much as I possibly can. And it won't even make a dent compared to what they're doing. So I think yeah. all we can do is... But then again, things like, you know, uh, there, there are that people are eating less meat and therefore yeah. it, uh, there's going to be less demand for it. And it's like when people uh, there was a smoking ban in the UK and there was simply just less demand for cigarettes. So I think that if we just like take our, you know, if we stop relying on, on fossil fuels as much and we try and do that in our own communities and there are ways of doing it, um, you, you know, then those people are going to struggle and they're going to have to start putting their money and putting their energy into into um into renewables instead and then we'd be in a much yeah. Case. yeah now did that kind of lead you into the book that the wellness book that you uh that you wrote fitter calmer stronger that came out in 21 was that did that kind of like from working on the world around you then taking it inside and working on self was that a part of it i think so because I think so much of it is about, you know, your, your perception and your kind of, um, your, I suppose, ment mental health. Um, because when you're in a good place, you know, you're in a good place to be an activist, you're in a good place uh, at work, you're in a good place as a, as a, as a, you know, as a friend, as a mother, as a, as a, as a wife. And so, yeah, it's really important to be in a, in, in a good place. And that can come down to your everyday habits from, what you're eating um, to um, how you're sleeping, um, you know, what kind of exercise you're doing, are you moving every day? So I, I think that, I think that, you know, we're all leading different lives and we all have different jobs and uh, some are harder than others and some are more tiring than others. But um, I think there are just small things you can do to ensure that in what you are doing, that you're at least looking after your body as much as you can. Like even if you can't get enough sleep, make sure you're eating the right things. If you can't, for whatever reason, eat the right things, make sure you're getting enough sleep. And so it's, th it's things like that. And I, I really was just telling my story about how I'd sort of overcome things like asthma, um, severe, severe anxiety and anxiety disorder, in fact, um, and, um, and how certain things had helped me, um, you know, become more comfortable with who I was and, and sort of gain confidence and, um, and also just how I cope, um, touring, um, and, um, you know, being a very sort of active performer and, you know, how do I keep my energy and things like that. So, um, yeah, I probably, I'll probably write another book, you know, things have changed since I became a mom and I, I might need to like adjust some things, but, um, but I just was giving people the wisdom that I had sort of got from over the years at the time. Yeah. yeah. I think, so I've not, I guess in, in small doses, but not to the level of you, like you've performed at massive um, festivals and you're doing these tours and, when you have a, a performance, right? So you do this whole two hour show and all eyes are on you and all that energy. And then like cut a half hour later, you're maybe in like a hotel room all alone. Like, how do you manage 
coming down from all of that. I feel like that would be really stressful in a weird way. Yeah, I think I, I think I pretended it wasn't a thing for a long time. I think I just, um, you know, I got used to those highs and lows. Um, I think it was only when I like stopped and um, I went back to kind of reality that um, maybe it caught up with me a bit. Uh, and maybe I've sort of been, I've been avoiding it for a long time. So now I'd probably have a drink before a show, have a drink after the show. And then I probably eat quite late. And then I, but I, but I always slept pretty well. It's only like in the last year that my sleep has been like absolutely dreadful. So I'm trying to work on that, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, def I definitely, I definitely <clears throat> didn't, I didn't go to extreme on tour. So I didn't go out every night, you know, I didn't go and party every night. So I think I was, I think I still had quite a good survival mechanism in that I, I knew what it took for me to, to wind down. I knew what it took to, to stay on top of things and, um, and to know what I was, what my limits were, but also yeah. I was young as well. And like in my twenties and like I had like boundless energy and I was always doing workouts and trying to get everyone to do insanity. And, um, <laughs> Oh, you're that friend. It's like, no guys, this will be great. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> but everyone always feels better afterwards. It's just right. like trying to get them to do it in the first place. Yeah. Has it changed being a parent? Because I know even he, even you know I doing a morning show, being up super early, like having kids now, it changes the way I approach everything or even my day to day life. Like, has that has that impacted the way you tour or the way you perform? I mean, I, I now always miss my son, and before you know, I didn't really have that. I you know would perhaps miss a partner or, or something, but yeah. I now have to factor in the fact that I always have to see him like every you know I can't be without him for more than like a week for sure um so yeah I'm gonna have to really um think about that and and decide whether I want to keep uh keep him with me or like is it better that he stays at home like I don't want to keep uprooting him all the time so it's just I think it's just like a balance I have to some maybe sometimes he'll come with me and then other times he'll stay and um I just I don't think he'll remember it right now but um, there will come a point when he'll start remembering it. So I think yeah. I'd be conscious of that. Uh, I was going to go down the wormhole of parenting, but never mind. Uh, so, <laughs> one. Um, so really quick. So I know that you've collaborated in the past with Kygo. And in the past, you've headlined Lollapalooza. He's headlining Lollapalooza. And I just wondered if there's any chance in cold hell that you would show up <laughs> and surprise us all. When is it? It's at the end of July. So it's like July 28th to the 31st. Kaiga's headlining. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, isn't that awesome? Well, look, if he if he asks me, maybe like put a word in. I'll, okay. I, would, I would love to do that. It would just be great to just be there. And and I love that song we have together. So yeah, I would I would be very up for that. Okay, great. I'd love to hear that because we keep going back and forth. Like he's got to bring out somebody. All right, you're, yeah. very, you're very high on our list. This is yeah, great. Yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Why not? Well, thank you so much for your time today. Congrats on the new single and on the video uh, and, and uh, best of luck uh, with everything coming up. I hope it all goes well. That's really great to speak to you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. My thanks to Ellie Golding for joining us. It was so awesome to get to talk to her. What a blast. And thanks to Jenny V and Nikki from The Mix because they run our music department and they helped schedule that so we were able to talk. So that was fantastic. Please listen to us every single morning on The Morning Mix. We're on at 101.9 The Mix from 5.30 to 10. You can listen online at WTMX.com or even listen on our free Mix app. It's waiting for you in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Just text APP to 60123 and we'll text you a link so you can get to it. And we'll see you tomorrow morning on The Morning Mix. Next.